listening to a special holiday episode of Popcorn Podcast, where we talk about The Dry, the Australian film starring Eric Banner. Can't wait to talk about this one. So The Dry follows federal agent Aaron Fork as he returns to his drought-stricken hometown after an absence of more than 20 years to attend the funeral of his childhood friend. His friend Luke has allegedly murdered his wife and child before taking his own life. So it's pretty heavy, Mm. you know, straight out of the gate. Fork's return opens up questions and an old wound for the town, the decades-old unsolved death of a teenage girl. It's a full-on story, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This movie is directed by Robert Connolly, who's a prolific Australian producer who also wrote and directed Paper Planes. And the screenplay is co-adapted by Connolly, based on the critically acclaimed novel of the same name, by Jane Harper. Now, it's worth noting that the rights for this film were optioned before the novel was even published. So that should tell you a lot about this story and the calibre of the writing. Wow, that's extraordinary. Mm. That seems really rare to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a risk, I guess. but It's a risk, but boy, did it pay off. Oh, definitely. Now, the movie stars, as we mentioned, Eric Banner as Aaron Falk, Genevieve O'Reilly, Keir O'Donnell, John Paulson, and Miranda Tapsell. That's a who's who of Australian actors who are spread out from around the world that they've brought home. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's really nice to see. It's also worth noting that this is the first Aussie feature film that Eric Banner has starred in in 12 years since Romulus, My Father, which he also worked on with Robert Connolly. Mm. And I was so excited to see him back in an Australian film. It just took it to another level for me. Oh, it really did. Gee, he was good. And the rest of the cast, Genevieve O'Reilly has been primarily working in British productions. Keir O'Donnell of Wedding Crashes and Ray Donovan fame is doing really well in the US. Mm. And John Paulson, who actually retired from acting from all intents and purposes. We've seen him in the Mission Impossible film, and he's actually the founder of Tropfest. Oh, how good is Tropfest? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously he's got a lot of clout and done mm. amazing things for the industry in the last you know couple of decades, but it's great to see him back on the screen. He brings a brilliant performance to this as well. Speaking of the performance... Mm. Eric delivered a flawless performance for me. The tension was tight as a drum all the way through. He was utterly captivating. He brought so much to this. He carries the entire film and you go on this journey with him in him facing his demons, facing his past, mm-hmm. and then trying to solve this this murder, uh, murder-suicide of his childhood friend. But can I also just say, I could watch... Eric Banner wander through bush and plains and fields for two hours any day. Yeah, absolutely. He's a very handsome man, isn't he? He's a very handsome, brooding man. He did a lot of soul searching and walking through yeah. dried up river beds yeah. and up to, you know, mountain peaks and things. And I thought, this man, he loves a walk. Wasn't it the perfect way to kind of really set the scene and the tone in the landscape yeah. beautifully, wasn't it? And the chemistry between Eric and Genevieve as his childhood friend was off the charts. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I just got chills. They Ooh. were just perfect from the moment we yeah. saw them together on screen. Note perfect performances all around. Now, I mentioned the story was optioned before the book was even published, so mm. it's a great story. I took a stab at solving it and was right, but <laughs> despite that, it kept me guessing throughout. Oh, So yeah. I, was, I was doubting my choices all the way through. It was a perfectly paced 
an intriguing murder mystery. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really expecting that. I didn't know what I was expecting, but mm. I kept leaning in mm. to finding out more about the supporting characters and the skeletons in this small town. It offered a lot of light and shade and layers and complexity to the narrative, and it just worked so well. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I actually found myself tensing up and having to like specifically get myself to relax into yeah. this film. It yeah. was just so good. It built and built upon itself really well. Mm. And I think it just hooked you in at the right moments. And yeah, you needed to kind of have a bit of a breather every now and then, but the film didn't let you because it was uncovering things all the time mm. and you just wanted to know more. And Eric just brought this great compassion to the character and intrigue and mystery. Mm. And, you know, he was just amazing. I mean, it's not surprising that it was so well done when you've got a creative team like Robert Connolly, who is such a measured filmmaker. This film has a very heavy element of violence, Mm -hmm. different types of violence, obviously, Mm. with his friend appearing to kill himself. And there's also the element of the teenage girl who ends up dead. And Robert Connolly made a deliberate choice to not show that violence which I think just heightened the tension immeasurably. Oh, yes, that's such a good way of putting it. You know, you usually have that show, don't tell Mm. position, you know, with cinema, like don't just talk about it, don't just tell us. But that worked really well here because it kept things hidden and uncovered and implied. Gee, there was a lot of things that were implied in this town. Mm, So many secrets in this town. So many secrets, so many skeletons. And every subplot and character, you know, some were there to distract you with what was going to happen. But they all added something to the mystery. Mm -hmm. They added something to to the heart of this town, what it was all about, and the Mm. mentality of a small town community and how... Everyone knows everything, but no one wants to talk about it. Everyone holds on to grudges, but it's all kind of wrapped up in this, a lot of misunderstanding mm. and people just don't want to talk about it, but they they just, they feel so passionate about their position. And this movie kind of tried to break through that, didn't it? And more on the creative team, you've got award-winning producer in Bruna Papandrea, who did Big Little Lies and Wild and so many other films and her team at Made Up Stories. And then you've also got the cinematography by Stefan Ducio, who did Invisible Man. Now, that tells you a lot about creating tension through shots and framing. and Oh, so yeah. amazing. Their work in Invisible Man was world class. Yeah. And you can absolutely see those techniques and that, yeah, that way of building that tension in this movie was just perfect. Speaking of the cinematography, let's talk about the use of the landscape. In Mm. Australian films, landscape is always a huge element. And in this one, even more so, they've got some incredible filming locations in Victoria's Wimmera region. And the juxtaposition of the arid, dry, unforgiving landscape with the vibrant green Mm. of the past, because there was a lot of flashbacks used in this film. Yeah. It signaled a time of more carefree youth. I just love the juxtaposition of the two different worlds, the adult despairing world that was full of drought and then the young, carefree, fun-loving, playing in the river with all this greenery. And the challenge of having to find those locations that are so vastly different to be the same place in different eras. I was just about to follow up with that Mm. statement. Like, How did they so seamlessly find those locations and make them feel like you were in the same place, but just 20 years later with, Mm. you know, take away the lush green and the water. You literally felt like Eric Banner, this character of Aaron, had come back to that exact 
yeah. those exact locations 20 years. It was just, wow. Like they just did a killer job there and really yeah. positioning that narrative. And I think they actually ended up filming through five or six different towns in the region, which must have been so exciting for the people living there. Mm. The town was kind of cute. I love the amount of time that he spent in the town. Just like he was kind of retracing his footsteps of of his childhood, wasn't he? It was just nice to follow him on that journey. Let's talk about the use of flashbacks that we mentioned briefly. I thought that was a fantastic use of flashbacks to bring Mm. the story to life. Mm. You got more bang for your buck, really, with two mysteries going on at the same time and unraveling and weaving into each other. It was great. At first I thought, you know, because like you said, you picked it from the beginning and I envy you for that. But then I doubted myself all the way through. Like it okay. kept me guessing. Yeah. But I was trying to figure out why do we keep going back? What are the necessities of the parallel? But even though there were two mysteries woven into one, which I think was a really compelling way of telling a story uh, and they weren't distracting of each other. I think how it was effectively used from my opinion was in how it, helped you get to know these characters more. It was a real character assessment, a character piece on what Aaron was like as a boy and how he is now as a Australian mm. federal police officer, you know, returning to his hometown two decades later. You got to know characters that weren't in the present day, but they were in the past mm. and how they wove in and how they influence people's lives. It was just so beautifully paced, so beautifully written and realised. And it was, yeah, we got two films in one. How lucky are we? What did you think about the young actors? I think it was perfect casting for the older counterparts. I knew who each person was immediately based on the younger casting. Yeah. Not just from looks, but from how they held themselves and how their um, personalities were. And the acting of the younger actors, Mm. stars in the making. I think the actor who played the young Aaron, Mm. Eric Banner character, was a standout. I almost at moments thought that it was Eric Banner's voice dubbed over. He found the right, you know, tone to yeah, his voice. Yeah. He sounded like a younger version of Eric Banner. It was quite extraordinary. Amazing casting for this film. Are we ready to rate this standout Australian film? I think <laughs> we might know how it's going to go. Oh, absolutely. Gee, we've been treated to Australian cinema this year on the podcast. Yeah. We both loved, raved and ranted about Rams, And I think for us to kind of, you know, wrap up the year, having seen The Dry and encouraging you to go and see this film in cinemas Mm. this year, the relationships throughout the film were so well written and complex. Every subplot and story arc had significance in understanding character and context. I love this murder mystery set in the dry, arid landscape of Australia. And Eric Banner has given one of the best performances of his career. And I'm going to give this film four popcorn kernels. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, Lee. Lay it on me. Are you ready for a popcorn podcast first? (gasps) You're joking. This is five kernels from me. An absolutely flawless film. I can't be told otherwise. Compelling, engaging, wonderful performances. This is my standout film of, I don't know, years. Wow. I'm actually kind of, this is weird. I'm actually kind of like welling up a little bit. <laughs> That's just, I love how much you love this movie. This is the first time I've given a five kernel review in almost two years. That's extraordinary. You know, it's a film that deserves that five so, so much. Yep. I just found it to be an absolutely incredible film. Go out and see it immediately. The Dry is in Australian cinemas on January 1st. I know what I'll be doing on New Year's Day. You think you'll be escaping the summer heat, but then you've got Eric Banner on the screen. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Lordy.
Well, that's it for this special holiday episode of Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening. And catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio.